what's the problem with these farm bills hello everyone i am rahul devdhar i am prasanna idu and you are listening to the right views podcast so in the second episode of our podcast uh, we had discussed uh, these bills and we discussed in detail about how these markets are run like the epmc market and all and rahul has also discussed his model of smart agricultural management system so uh will not get into that if you want to know about that you can just check out that episode it's the second episode will uh, also mention the link of that episode in our bio below and to start with the current events going on uh, these farmer protest going on and i also heard i mean i also read uh, some articles where people are claiming that maoist elements are involved khalistani elements are involved then uh i also read a demand letter of the farmer organization which was not at all uh, professionally drafted and there was even uh, drafting mistakes in that so i don't know how serious is that organization claiming for their demands but one of those demands was uh, to release anti ca protesters also uh, and also we linked that uh, a news article in this uh, bio of this episode so you can check that out too and you can figure out how is the link with uh, anti ca protesters and with these farm bills so i didn't get that but if you can please explain it to us tweet us and explain it to us okay so rahul sir let's start uh, with this these things will go on <laughs> we want to don't, don't we don't want to get into that uh, let's start with your problems with the bill i mean uh, you have uh, told me before that there are some genuine problems with the bills too which must be discussed and uh, changed so what are those yes actually you know that's very interesting because uh, in all this hype the genuine concerns about these bills are not being addressed and uh, you know let me put it straight uh, up front that these bills are overall good for uh, the farmers but uh, as any um, you know you know i was thinking of a term called governmenting so governmenting is basically a term which is uh, which i have concocted of uh, which which means that achieving the exact opposite effect of what you desired and put in the law so actually what happens is that if you don't have proper procedures in place and if the law provides for something which is not very um, appropriate then you end up with a problem so in this case that is the same issue that i am highlighting in these uh, bills and this is not a major issue it has to be discussed and it has to be uh, debated and that is the main concern that i have and these are minor concerns they have nothing to do with uh, releasing sarjil imam or caa protesters of that sort so one of the main things in the bill is that the dispute resolution mechanism in the contract farming bill which we are shortly referring to as contract farming bill is given with the magistrate deputy magistrate in that region now my experience from the ground is that whenever you put a government authority in charge of dispute resolution the dispute always becomes bigger and larger it never gets resolved so either 
it goes into a legal process again it goes it go through a process of courts and irritated delays for the farmer or it will become uh, unjust process where you know local politics and local um, let's say bribery we can't say bribery but uh, what we can say is local considerations will play havoc so my point is that there has to be uh, there is a conciliation mechanism given where farmers will put up few uh, representatives and the corporate will put up a few representatives and they will arrive at a conciliation this is fair and you can put it into a process where there is a further arbitration and this arbitration can be done by uh, a farm society or of sorts okay so it is possible to arrive at some sort of a uh, dispute resolution mechanism which does not involve bureaucracy i, I have no problem in uh, involving uh, arbitration or that kind of mechanism in uh, farms the disputes are resolved by their you know like common understanding so it will be used in this case also so that should work the second part is that let's say there is a, there is the contracts if you sign for let's say a mango okay so who will determine the quality of mango now quality of mango is determined very very haphazard now this is the role of government to create agricultural institutions or these agricultural colleges should come together and establish some standards for the mango so mango grade a mango will be like this it will weigh certain uh, you know it will have certain weight per unit it will have certain uh, quality which can be measured or appreciated and using uh, you know like Measure, measuring tools which are easily accessible to farmers and corporates whoever is the buyer so it should be a fair process to measure and map these things so for example if you want to buy grapes okay so grapes you can't measure and map every grape so there is a way to do it and that way has to be acceptable and the standards have to be developed and they have to be uniform across the country meaning there has to be a very detailed work on standards for all variety of crops all variety of uh, you know uh, like there are varieties of mangoes there are varieties of grapes there are varieties of different uh, farm produce and there are also varieties of seeds so let's say a corporate is providing you with seeds fertilizers pesticides and whatever else it is providing you the farm only is for labor then farmer doesn't control the quality that is clear so whoever so those things those standard contracts and one of the main things uh, here is the establishment of standards and establishment of standard contracts so standard contracts means what it's like you have uh, you know it's a like a labor contract labor contract means the company will give you everything you will just farm it in your soil and whatever is the produce the company will take now if it is a good produce good then it will just be amount on the volume okay, how much produce you are able to take if you are able to do 100 quintals then you will get uh, let's say 10 rupees per quintal extra if you get 150 quintals then you will get 20 rupees for that extra yield that you have given 
if the quality i mean the quality is not done in control of the farmer that's so those things need to be evolved through interaction between agricultural universities experts the bias corporates also need to in, in involve themselves in this setting the standards and creating standard contract so once you know ki this is a you know labor contract so then farmer is not held accountable for so many things it quickly goes through the process now many of these developments have happened because many companies are already procuring from farmers like maza is procuring mangoes just because we are discussing mangoes itc is procuring grains in a big way for uh, its own business and uh, companies like britannia and all they are also purchasing grains haldirams is procuring in a big way but the standards establishing the standards creating a nationwide standard contract and that infrastructure i think it should be the government in you know creating mechanism to set up this infrastructure that is a very very effort intensive task and it has to be done at a national level so that a tamil nadu rice can be compared with a uh, andhra rice with orissa rice if the variety is different yes if the variety is same the quality can be comparable that all these things need to have that kind of granularity so in uh, let's say uh, i guess it, in international markets these uh, standards are followed right yes so international markets also the standards have to be followed but they each country has its own standards that's the hmm. Uh, you know it's a problem that way and the standards are evolved based on their own uh, like like standards for japanese rice are different because japan cherishes its own rice so japanese don't consume non japanese rice because of state control and there are lots of restrictions so they prefer japanese rice but if you see the japanese rice standard you will not be able to meet those standard because it is so much problematically drafted that it is in japan you will easily make that rice but in taiwan which is close by you cannot make that rice you will have to have a problem because it's a geographically sourced some you know so you have you evolve standards for your own country okay mm. so but at the same time standards have to be uniform okay it can't be like you know Uh, andhra will have its own standard and uh, you know up will have its own standard then you can't compare any of these two standards so if you have one country you should have one set of standards yes there can be variety of grades let there be like rice means there are 800 varieties of rice kaun sa chahiye tumko let that be but that once that is standardized then you will get a very very uh, granular level contracting and what happens is like for our industrial products for you know like screws nuts bolts there is a bureau of you know industrial standards okay so like american society for uh, testing metals they have standards on metals astm then there is indian standards for isi has got standards on variety of food related items uh, electric electronic related items so variety of things have standards established 
but the agricultural grain quality or you know agriculture produce quality like how will you establish your cabbage and my you also grow cabbage i also grow cabbage how will you differentiate between your you know whatever is your cabbage and my cabbage you say ki mine is um whatever the fertilizer free all this free it's uh you know natural natural organic cabbage mm. but you are secretly putting fertilizers or you have put fertilizer for the last 10 years then mm. 11th year it is not organic you have to have detoxed the soil i have been doing 11 years no uh, fertilizers then my cabbage will be truly organic who will certify the organic someone has to be there and that sort of thing has to be installed in place okay how mm-hmm. to establish the standards then we are talking about dispute resolution mechanism then mm-hmm. there is no way to store this crop like farmer and all is fine okay mm-hmm. you can get the crop ready who will store it storage who will pay company will take if it doesn't take then what because the infrastructure is not there suppose tumne truck bheja aaya hi nahi truck kya karega so there are all sorts of aaya hi nahi truck i mean nahi samjha mujhe see what happens is that you know many of these there are delays at different points okay hmm. so for example you send the truck to pick up hmm. but the hmm. truck did not reach to us as a farm okay. Hmm. for whatever reason the truck got another whatever reason it did not reach now who will pay for my farm produce loss who will pay for the loss of yeah who will get this quality test no, no the let's say truck the the truck will return at some point now there may be some problem it because it but that's why it delayed. correct if you got it 3 uh-huh. days late okay hmm. i had 100 quintals of fresh produce Hmm. now it's only 95 because 5 kilo kharab ho gaya who will pay for that okay huh. all those things need solution resolution in terms of uh, you know mechanisms now who will in- evolve this mechanism government need not evolve but there has to be a process to evolve this mechanism ki kya hona chahiye that's why in sams what we said was ki you say ki whoever is going to pick up this from this area you give the contract to one person the transportation all contract will be given done by fedex i'm just using fedex for example so fedex because it has to pick up and the loss will be borne by fedex now you know ki if the if i produce 100 quintals you came and certified ki 100 quintals of grapes or whatever you know 100 boxes of grapes are ready okay today you are supposed to pick up today today 100 is ready you are inspect you are the inspector you are certified 100 is ready truck is supposed to come at 10 10 o'clock it doesn't come it goes 3 days late it comes now five boxes are damaged so now 95 boxes are ready right so fedex was supposed to pick up today it didn't pick up so this five boxes lost fedex will pay now to counter that fedex will actually install all the cold chain and all that because they are the only ones who are going to pick up and service this sector right so they will mm. invest that's the idea so someone has to invest in that infrastructure now government can do it okay mm. 
so again the problem in food corporation of india and all is that there is not enough space food corporation in india go downs are full overflowing what to do yeah and there are, there have been reports that the food is get getting rotted there exactly because we have excess supply and that is why i am saying you know when you say and these farmers are and these are not demands of the farmers and these may be you know like certain uh, aspects which farmers are saying is not reasonable let's say farmers are saying ki you give me msp on these crops okay so msp can... is the one of the biggest issue here in the farmers de- demands so yeah what what's the exact point there why they want msp and so See, there are two things that happen in an msp kind of system okay basically what happens is that farmers produce a crop they put in a lot of effort they put in lot of money investments and they produce let's say they spend let's say 100 rupees and get a crop at let's say in november they are ready with the crop but so is everyone right so in november if you go and try to sell that crop you will get very poor price because there is there may be you know big uh, overproduction of that particular crop in that year so the farmers are saying ki you definitely pay me msp now msp is calculated under that swaminathan committee which is cost of all the products which are inputs which means fertilizer pesticide seeds cost of labor cost of family labor meaning like whatever labor i employ from outside plus whatever labor i employ myself and all that cost put together 50% extra margin on that and then you will get the msp okay now the thing is that if we take the msp at at msp if we buy this we are not we can buy in the market open market at a lower price and that is because at one time all 100 are producing the same crop suppose yes in this season you got very high price for a particular variety of chili okay guess which chili everyone is going to plant next time and what is going to happen to that price of that that variety of chili so you need a mechanism to signal to the farmers ki itna you know you don't need to produce this now we don't need wheat and rice we need pulses produce dal but there is no mechanism to signal to them and this is the problem with socialism because that mechanism market gives you feedback when market tells you that you know we don't want rice so rice is going to get 2 rupees per kg if you give me dal no, even for- if you what kind of signal are you talking about are you talking about the incentive structure or something signal else? is basically from price ki how much amount of volume of rice do they want how much of dal do they want so let's say if not enough people are by uh, you know planting dal then the co- participants in the market will start raising the price of dal i want 10 you know 10 tons of dal 
so i will put up this price okay i want 10 tons of dal next uh, late march april who is going to do that so then the farmers will say ki acha 10 tons then I, what price 60 rupees i am going to pay per ton or whatever 600 rupees per ton or whatever that price is so farmer will back calculate what is his cost of production and he will make the decision why are you making a decision for him hmm and market will figure it out hmm so that but the concern over here is that uh, the big corporates will kind of hijack the market and to fight against these big companies uh, individual farmers especially will be very like they will be vulnerable to like they, they won't be able to fight these big companies see farmers are not able to fight the middlemen okay because middlemen are big they are large okay because uh, middlemen is not only one person they have their whole kind of ecosystem connected from politicians yeah. correct mm-hmm. and you are you are compelled compelled to sell to those middlemen anyone you know not selling is also option for farmer right farmer say ki i will not sell it to any corporate tum jao jo karna hai karo Hmm. So that is, you know, there are two aspects to this. Okay, the bargaining power for corporates and farmers is disproportionate, and that is because there are so many variables, and there is not a standard language to talk when it comes to procuring. So, तुम जाके बोल नहीं सकते कि मेरे को quality A का potato चाहिए. You cannot go and tell them कि I want grade A potato. and i will pay 100 rupees for this grade a potato whereas if you give me grade b potato i will pay only 80 rupees the what grade a what is grade b that is a difference mm. and that is the see there in corporates also are not stupid to just keep indulging in you know uh, fights with farmers they also want to run their business okay the fights will come if corporates can gain something from it okay and what will they gain they can get, take okay, you know we will take the uh, crops land land and uh, we'll not pay the farmer that's what they will want maximum land to is no. not allowed as per the law there is as per the law there is ha so there are also concerns by many farmers that the, these corporates will take away their lands so don't sell to corporates if you have concern don't sell to corporates nobody is forcing you in yeah fact, so in this, what is the hmm. in this system they have the option to not to sell the venue but the, in the current system with the previous system sorry the previous system they don't have that option they exactly. have to sell it to the exactly. market itself and that is the big problem yes and secondly don't think these farmers are very uh, you know uh, juvenile and they need they don't understand farmers are very smart business people what they will do yeah, is mean, <laughs> they will come together what, no, no. what you are referring to is i understand i mean there are all kinds of people and probably you are uh, referring to the fortuner farmers which no, we discussed no, fortuner, the... fortuner farmers are uh, you know they are the corrupt But but normal farmers because they have to live every day survival is at stake 
so what they will do and this was this happened earlier also they will form a group and they will become that company which procures this produce and they will sell to the uh, you know uh, companies so this is what will happen and they will also create see once now what has happened is now farmers can come together and make that company which buys all the potatoes and sells it they don't need these middlemen they don't necessarily need to go this to these middlemen to sell their uh, you know um, particular crop let's say your perishable crop is there 10 farmers like you know in uh, pune or outside pune there is a famous uh, case study of uh, one uh, office complex which these farmers created by pulling in land Office so far, complex. Huh. They created office complex. It's a very famous. Uh, I just don't forget. Uh, Magar Patta. I think Magar Patta is. I think it's Magar Patta. Uh, one of this. Uh, it's a office complex. Walk to work. Walk. It's a fantastic concept which farmers pulled their land and created this. Farmers are very smart businessmen because they do business every day. You know. these most of the people fortuner farmers are not businessmen they are good at corruption hmm farmers because they do business every day their life is online so they know this business so what they will do keep now they were not able to do many things now these farmers will come together the good ones and hmm. every village there is mechanism to know ki who is the good one who is the you know genuine person so that genuine person will become or set up that let's say cooperative company or you know one person company or some sort of corporate or semi corporate entity hmm. okay and that entity will take up all this produce that will give him we will give you 10 tons of potato or whatever grade a and how they will get this 10 tons they will produce 15 tons okay amongst okay. themselves and they will sort it they will say ki ye 5 ton is not grade a we know this send it to the normal mandi this grade a we send it to this corporate and we will get the money and hmm. the second level of advantage which these farmers will create is that they might process it themselves see grade b also is not that bad okay so you may not get the lace chips from grade b but you will get let's say some other thing from grade b potato which is good and farmers know this okay these hmm. traders don't know ki what can we do of this potato so they say ki any potato ka na wo uh, sarli banta hai you know hmm. it is sarli right no are uh, you talking about those uh... What is it called? French fries kind of thing. Ha, French fries. Uh, save jaisa, like potato save. Haan. Okay, ha 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 ha. So potato save banayenge iska, and they will make hmm. it, and then they will sell it as a brand, and they might become the next, uh, you know, uh, Pringles or uh, I don't know, Cadburys of India. Hmm. This is the opportunity. Ki now farmers have the enterprise. with them they can do this and negotiate and set up that 
ability to negotiate with the corporates why are you assuming ki farmers don't know anything yeah because <laughs> when we think about farmers usual picture which comes to anyone's mind is that uh, helpless kind of farmer who is he, farmer is helpless because he has to sell to one person but it's like dealing with one single person because there is a nexus between all middlemen who are connected to politicians mm. so they are the they are constrained and that's why they have no option the corp- cooperative banks are uh, controlled by these people see in rural india the most um, scarce resource is capital okay if the people who have capital they can control multiple institutions including cooperative um, banks agricultural cooperatives including stores including medical facilities whatever you know they have that capital which is scarce they control all the tractors then what will you do when you need the tractor you will not get it right so you have the contract you have everything but you can't do so that nexus has so to be broken you want to if you want to get a tractor by taking a loan the banks are also handled by them so yes so you break that nexus and that even that nexus is not completely broken that's my problem so when companies will come in companies don't want their farmer to suffer because see companies there are two types of companies one who are leeching the farmer but there are other companies who are ready to nurture this farmer as a uh, you know their own uh, supplier so if you see you know in, there are many uh, startups uh, which are doing that yeah startups also but if you go to uh, ford or if you go to toyota toyota doesn't uh, squeeze their suppliers they nurture them they train them they give them expertise they give them technology they say you use this technology we will do r&d you use this why because that means toyota will get better quality products that's how they are thinking so corporates are not all bad when you say corporates means you are only thinking of adani and uh, you know things like that it's not like that hmm even adani and ambani and all these corporates they will need to nurture your suppliers that's the principle which japan has taught us so well and why india is an automobile hub because you are nurturing your suppliers so when companies start nurturing the farmers who will be the loser the middlemen the cooperative bank because companies will give the capital they are not capital scarce hmm. companies will bring the money hmm. that is the problem and this whole ecosystem which extracted money and rent from these people who least deserve this and they have the least load you know they have the least capacity to bear this extra cost of this corruption the cost is saddled on to farmer so this will go away and that is the big problem for fortuner farmers who are the capitalist who are who own the capital in this uh, capital scarce region right so even now let's say if you want to serve, you know uh, give the farmers liberty that they can sell their sugar cane to any sugar mill see how improved the realizations become and see how good quality sugar will come to you how different sugar products come to you but you don't allow that innovation because you scuttle it everywhere 
so this also, is the problem what what comes to my mind is the literacy level forget about education the literacy level is not so good uh, especially in the rural regions of india so that may be a major block for such reforms so how will it how many people use tiktok in rural india you will be surprised literacy level is all high there is no problem literacy level means you will ask them questions in english like barkha that tries to do or uh, you know your uh, uh, shashi tharoor or these guys and they go and try to ask uh, you, you know they were, during the election they went in a van this uh, pranoy roy uh and uh, few his of his friends mm-hmm. and they tried to ask rural indians ki what do they think about different different issues and they couldn't communicate with them because they are then they are not literate english literate they are real literate they know how to manage their business they are surviving here they are not farmers are not stupid okay farmers have lot of sense they have lot of business acumen but they are restricted and this is these laws are breaking some of the restrictions i am telling them ki break all the restrictions let them have all the access to credit let them have all the access now if farmers want to make a company what is the procedure for that there is no commensurate there is one person company in companies act okay but if you go and start filing the returns on that farmer will die if he sets up one person company or something like that so you need to have that brain and say ki farm cooperative or farm company and farm company can be a you know partnership partnership means you have to have a ca you know you have to file make it so that you know simpler yeah no make it completely digital saying ki farmers company everything will be digital so then they don't need to file anything if it's cash then you need to file go through ca all this do all the lengthy process go to babus also ha uh, if you are digital 100% digital you will not have to file anything automatic file so you create a company online you you know you uh, mobile pe jao isko like company to make you create some officers or give this uh, contract to some people jaisa aadhar wagaira isme kiya tha they set up the company for you this is the company all these people are the members you understand that keep it and then start operating it digitally so all the money transactions will be digital so if it is 100% digital no need to file anything the company who with you with whom you contract they will send you money digitally meaning digitally meaning electronically you can send uh, on phone or check or whatever but entire transaction is through uh, you know digital means but Being that appsec- that that must have, because th- this will require a lot of uh, it infrastructure i'm saying ki give them Think an option about ha ha uh, some some such this is one option who can use this digitally they can create a uh, you know there are many people who are wasting their talent on tiktok they will start creating digital companies for farmers you know if you can create tiktok video you can definitely create a digital company which of you know it should be that simple mm, right so there are and then you know this company can take the loan this company can actually 
pull in uh, you know create a set up a manufacturing process ki tumara you know like potato becomes potato chips or not chips but like what you can say save potato save potato become potato popper whatever can be processed and farmers know how to maximize the use okay companies waste a lot of product companies will buy 10 tons of um, potato and they will make 80 tons of uh, sorry 100 tons of potato they will buy and they will make 80 tons of chips and 20 tons will be the waste farmers will say ki tum 100 tons ka potato rahega to usme se 80 tons ka chip niklega 20 iska 10 tons ka some other thing niklega 5 tons ka something yeah. else will and 1 ton will go waste so they are very enterprising you let them explore that are you giving that up and farmers ka realization per ton because of this whole process will become quadrupled and consumer level you will like now at this point farmer is getting 10 rupees okay you are paying 50 rupees for the same product so if farmer gets 20 rupees and you are paying 25 rupees you are happy right right your, your inflation has come down by half <laughs> and yeah, farmer's income has gone up by 150 you know not 150% but uh, 100% definitely and what i personally feel is i don't know why this issue is getting dragged so much uh, it must be debated in the parliament through whatever parliamentary means there are already established nothing new is required and uh, get the thing sorted i think right rahul sir that's exactly exactly that is the best thing to do uh, members can bring in um, you know through the parliamentary process they can they can propose an amendment bill and give a list of amendment in the, into the parliament amendment bill can be sent up by anyone you can debate on that it's not like ki the bill which is passed only that has to be debated you can say ki i want an amendment bill on this where there are five amendments and then let them debate so there are avenues available to debate in the parliament use them and one more thing government can do is communicate this government doesn't communicate even if it's life depended on it it cannot communicate properly it either fights this, this government is good at advertising but not communicating what is huh. doing no and you know you have to sit down with the farmers and explain you know not talk them through the reform you have to explain how to take advantage of this what can be done so and you have to not just say things that are not in the bill you have to you know help communicate this process you know this communication is two way process you can't simply go and say ki uh, these are the five benefits you have to tell me you know, how to get get those benefits communicate and exactly these people are not properly communicating and that's why miscommunication is miscommunication more miscommunication that's more. the and opposition is so master of miscommunication name ah. we have seen that in uh, caa thing where there is nothing in the law then also they miscommunicated everything so those are next level problems so government yeah. will have another debate so on that miscommunicating government and a miscommunicating and super miscommunicating opposition is our problem <laughs> okay so 
please tweet us guys with whatever problems do you think is in the bill and if you feel the same that it must be debated in the parliament and get the things sorted out uh, do tag us and hit like whenever we share this episode <laughs> and follow us on twitter and instagram yeah thank you thank you